High atop one of the hills which ring the teeming metropolis of Gotham City, a large house rears its bulk against the dark sky. Outwardly, there's nothing to distinguish this house from many others. But deep in the cavernous basements of this house, in a chamber hewn from the living rock of the mountain, is the strange, dimly lighted, mysteriously secret... What's up, nerds, and welcome to a brand new episode of Crisis on Infinite Turfs. Today's episode is going to be pretty interesting. We're going to have a mini-interview with a gentleman by the name of David Haskins. Now, you may have heard of him floating around the interweb somewhere. And, you know, he used to have a, a, a pirate band radio station, you know, a radio show he did called the No Gag Order Radio Show. Now, I've known him since literally I popped out of the womb. Uh, My mama pooped me out, so to speak. Uh, He was best friends with my father since they were were kids. And uh, if you know me at all, or you've been keeping tabs on my family, you know how big of a giant piece of shit my father is. But we're not going to get into that right now. Trust me, that'll be a very in-depth, very emotional episode of Papa Don't Preach coming up pretty soon. That I've already started working on. I've had to take breaks on though because, you know, I get pretty fucking angry when I talk about that. But he was best friends with my with uh with David Haskins, who I like to call Uncle Dave. And a funny story about the whole Uncle Dave thing, you know, you know, there's always that family friend that has been around since forever, so you just call him uncle or aunt, even though they're not related. Well, until I was about twelve or eleven years old, I thought that he was my real uncle that he was my father's brother and the funny thing about that is uh he's of african-american descent i say that with connotations and quotations around it because he's like i'm a fucking american okay don't call me that he, he said he, he literally said those words to me plenty of times um but he's black and when i was a kid i always thought he was my uncle and i used to get into those fights with these guys all the time um and i went i went to school in the baltimore city the baltimore city public school system so Suffice it to say, not many white kids were in my school. Now, I uh, always was led to believe as a child that I am mainly of Native American descent. Uh, Since I've reconnected with my Uncle Dave, I've learned uh, pretty much that I'm not. I'm basically just a white dude of European descent, more than likely. Might have a little Native American in me, but who doesn't? in America, you know, because those them white people like to rape rape people. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, shit, I lost my train of thought because of that weird little laugh I did. Okay, so I thought I was Native American mostly my entire life, but I used to get picked on because I wasn't black in my school and almost everyone else was. So, Black History Month was hell for me because I would just get the shit kicked out of me or picked on like crazy because they'd be like, look what your ancestors did to us. And I'm like, I don't fucking know what you're talking about. I think my ancestors were murdered too. Blah, blah, blah. But then eventually I'm like, well, my uncle's black, so I'm a little black, so back the fuck up. Until I was about 11 or 12 years old, and my dad was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. No, he's just, he's a really good friend. He's not, not, you guys are, hey, come here. Come here, let me tell you something. Uh, you gotta stop saying the N-word all the time. Because first of all, you're in fourth grade, and uh, you're not black at all. You guys are related. 
Okay, it's just a joke. I wasn't dropped the end bomb. I would have got stabbed. Because that's the kind of schools I went to. Um, anyway, so my, so, my, so my sense of humor and my quirkiness and recently I've discovered probably my nerdiness have all come from this man who was my dad's best friend. Funny enough, my dad was never like a fucking dad to me. He was like a family friend. It was like he came over and just hung out and treated me and my sisters and my mom like fucking garbage. But whenever Uncle Dave came over, it was like he was my dad and lived somewhere else. And he was coming in to come and get us for the weekend. Coming to hang out with us for a while. And it was just a crazy fucking experience whenever he would come over. Because he was hilarious. He was fun. I wanted to go with my dad when he would go hang out with him all the time. Uh, he did impressions. Which is why I do impressions now. I've always known that. I'm, I've always wanted him to hear my impressions. I've always wanted him to talk to me about his comedy influences. So what we did was a couple nights ago when uh, Daylight Savings Time ended or started. I don't know when the fuck it, when the clocks changed in November. I don't, I don't, I'm not a fucking farmer, dude. I'm out here growing crops for my cows in Wisconsin. All right. It's not what I do up here, okay, bud? Um, he called me. He texted me. He works pretty early in the morning, and I work nights. So he texted me. He's like, I'm going to take the advantage of this extra hour that we're going to get because we, we uh, wound it back an hour. And he said, why don't we do a quick little interview, like 15 minutes or so, 10 minutes, you know, just so we can see how this is going to work out so you can test out your sound and everything and we can see how it goes. Because uh, ever since I decided to get back into podcasting and I was telling him about it, he want, he, I want him to be involved and that's what we decided to do. And so he called me up. Well, I was trying to call him, but, you know, we went grocery shopping. I have three kids. Uh, we're putting them to bed. Grayson pooped. This happened. That happened. Kids won't go to sleep. Oh, we give them ice cream too late. Hold on. Get, holy shit. Give me a second. I'll call you. But eventually we figured it out, and I called him. We did a little over-the-phone interview, which this is going to be a little sneak peek of when we finally get to sit down and actually talk and talk about a lot of shit, because he's supposed to come up here eventually, and that's going to be fucking crazy. I'm probably going to have to do like a four-part episode, because we're going to end up just railing and railing and railing and just going and going. That sounds really fucking filthy. Oh my god, why did I say those words? Phrasing, motherfucker. But... Yeah, so we supposed to talk. We were supposed to talk fifteen minutes into twenty, twenty five, thirty, and eventually, I was like, Uncle Dave, you have work in a couple hours. You got to go. And he's like, You're right. Okay, we'll finish this another time. So this is what you're gonna hear. You're gonna hear that. You're gonna hear us talking. Uh, I try to interview him, but we start going off on tangents, which is something we always do. We talk on the phone almost every motherfucking day, and we just do scenarios. We do improv bits together, and we do sketches over the phone. Just it's just. Really cool. He was like a father to me when I was a kid, and now he's like now he's like a brother to me, which is cool because we're so similar. Like we we hung out with each other back in uh, June or was it August? It was August, and we saw each other for the first time in almost fucking ten years. It had to be almost ten years, and we just clicked immediately, you know. And it was great. We both got super drunk. We got so wasted. I had to carry him back to my hotel. And it was just so fucking fun. And we discovered that our laughs, our laughs are even the same. And it was just so fucking peculiar. And uh, he's, he's still like a father figure to me. You know, he, he's been there for me. He's done a lot for my family in the four months that we've been back in touch. And he's always talking about me, talking about my sisters, there for my sisters. And there's just so many things that we talk about now that I never knew when I was a kid. Things I never realized. when I, I didn't think that my life with my father was so fucked 
and I didn't realize things until I moved to Wisconsin about nine years ago. And once I got with my wife, and once we started dating, and once I got out of that fucking cult-like home, I realized that things were fucked up. And now that I'm talking with my Uncle Dave again, and I'm older, and I can understand things, and I can see things in my head the way they were, I ask him things, and he clarifies, and he tells me I was right about shit, and he gives me information on other things that I never fucking knew. And it's just crazy. It's... Sorry, don't mean to rail again off on, go off on another fucking little bit. I'll talk about that another time. I'm just saying, my Uncle Dave is an amazing, funny, smart, caring individual. And I, I love him, and I'm so glad he got back into my life. I'm so glad that it, he's there as much as he is. And it's, it's it seems like he wants to be there more, which is fucking great. Because sometimes I literally feel like... Oh, shouldn't text him. He's probably getting fucking tired of me. But then, like, I'll talk to him and I'll be like, oh, I was just about to call you. I missed you. I was worried about you and stuff. It's just, it's really cool. It's awesome. And he also just tells me he's proud of me, you know? And he tells me that I'm a good dad and stuff. And for a guy who didn't have a good dad growing up, you know, always call him a pe- your father. Always, a lot of people go through this. I'm not saying I had the worst childhood because of this. A lot of people deal with their fathers being like this. But, you know, you're never going to mount to shit, you're a piece of shit, you're lazy, you know, all this other shit, and it's just cool to finally hear stuff like that, and it really means a lot to me. <clears throat> anyway, before we jump into that interview, this is my nerd podcast, this is the one where we geek out about shit, so I have, I, I posted this thing on the Facebook page for this podcast about the, uh, one of the tracks, one of the songs from... The Justice League soundtrack, which is composed by Danny Elfman. I couldn't really type out how I was feeling because it's, it's, it's really fucking crazy. So I was just going through Spotify and what popped up under what might interest you was this this track called Friends and Foes from the Justice League soundtrack. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll check this out. I got to hear how this sounds. So I click it. And immediately it sounds that there's remnants of the fucking John Williams 1970 70s version of the Superman theme from the Richard Donner and oh Jesus from the uh, John Williams you know Christopher Reeve Superman it's just like but then it gets fucking dark and ominous and just creepy and, it, and you can just picture what's going on in your head. No one knows for sure how Superman's going to make his entrance, but it just it just seems like it's going to be... He's going to be evil for a little while when he comes back, or he just starts fighting everyone. And I'm just so ready for that, and it just sounded so dark and so badass and so cool. And then later, as the song goes on, there's remnants of the 89 Batman theme by Danny Elfman, which is, hands down to me, the quintessential fucking Batman theme. And... Oh, I got I literally got goosebumps and chills when that started playing because it it just seems like friends and foes. They're they were they're they were foes in the beginning. Now they're friends, and but Superman doesn't remember, and he's trying to remember. Like, hey, we're buds now, dude. Remember Martha? You know, made me fuck up the last movie because of that shit. Just a joke. I actually thought that was a cool, touching scene. So fight me, fight me. Uh, other than that, I just finished reading the book by. Uh, Clive something, Clint, I fucking know. Uh, Ready Player One. That book was pretty incredible. Some of the dialogue in the beginning is a bit touch and go. It's not the best. It's kind of uh, contrived. You know, it's like a 40-year-old dude probably wrote the book. And this is what teenagers talk like. Like, Come on, amigo. You know, 
which I might be wrong. I don't know how old the uh, Arthur is or anything like that, but it is also supposed to replicate the eighties and that's how they talk back then. That I do know. So maybe I'm just shitting on it a little too much, but I don't really want to shit on it. The book is really fucking good. I can't wait for the movie. And then I saw that Simon Pegg is going to be playing the great and powerful Og, which is like this really fucking badass game developer who's the partner with the guy who created the the Oasis, which is a virtual reality world where you can go into and you can create anything. There's different planets in this Oasis based on different movies, different books, different stories, different worlds. It's just, it's incredible. I love the pop pop culture references, pop culture references in this book, but they're they're pretty obscure in some ways in some of them, and it's pretty dense. But the coolest mindfuck for me is going to be when it comes out because Steven Spielberg is referenced a lot in the book. So it's like so meta to me that Steven Spielberg is making the movie, which I can't, I just can't wait. And I wonder if the Kevin Smith reference is still going to be in there, which I hope it is, because Kevin Smith is my hero. I love you, Kevin Smith. I love you, blood man. Be my best friend. Please listen to this. We can hang out sometime. I'm from the East Coast, too. This is just a hidden track. If you ever listen to this, stop listening. This is supposed to be subliminal. Go fuck you. And send me money to my PO box if you hear this. Thank you. Uh, that was weird. My mic cut out for a second and stuff. And, you know, it's... <laughs> okay those are the the nerd things i just want to report oh except for the fucking this the whole disney buying 20th century fox thing if that happens hell fucking yes i want to see some some x-men in my avengers that'll make it way better and way more worth it because the x-men movies are entertaining for sure but they're not very good with source material plus they would be getting back Oh, the Fantastic Four. We can finally get a badass Fantastic Four movie. Hell, yes. Please make that happen. Plus, we could... How great would it be to be able to watch a Star Wars movie with the 20th Century Fox logo in the beginning again? What? And then if they have that, don't they have the rights to Alien too? And then you can make Alien appear in Star Wars movies where it's like, oh, there's a facehugger egg and Xenomorphs are popping up out of the walls and shit. Oh my god. That'd be so cool. Chewbacca just squashing a fucking face out of egg. Oh my god. Anyway, here's the sneak peek, sneak peek, preakness. The sneak peek mini interview I did with my Uncle Dave. Um, please enjoy it. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you enjoyed it and what you would like to hear about in the future. And we will for sure talk about it. So, again, let's hope we can avert some crises. Crises? Crises? Whatever. Just check this out. Tell me if you like it. Love you guys. Goodbye for now. Goodbye for now. Until we meet again. I said it's great to play and sing together in the box. But now it's time to say goodbye. So long. Farewell to you, my friend. So long. now. Until we meet again, I said so long, farewell to him, my friend, goodbye for now, until we meet again. I need a co-host, this shit wouldn't happen if someone was sitting here with me. Okay. Do you want to you confess your love of any other ones really quick?
before we get. Oh uh, no! I'll, <laughs> I'll try. I'll try to keep that. I'll try to keep it to a minimum. But while you're talking to me, just so you know, the visuals. I'm gonna go piss in my sump pump. Okay, uh, we're already recording. <laughs> oh, well, that's great. <laughs> I sure hope you got it on mono. You put it on unidirectional, you're gonna hear splashing. <laughs> <laughs> I have garden bugs. I have to kill this motherfucker. Yeah. They go fall on my sump pump. I mean, come on. Everybody that's got a sump pump in their fucking basement, you're going to tell me they don't piss in it? Yeah, right. What's right, the idea on. with sump pumps? Well, it's a loophole. It's a loophole. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? The fucking scariest thing you sent me tonight was that fuck. I mean, I mean don't do that. <laughs> I uh, I had that idea like last week, but I forgot about it, so I remembered and, to do it. And the the technology part where you're using, I guess, obviously my image and then mixed in with yours, <laughs> I look like a Quaker. <laughs> you know, because it just does not look scary. That really does frighten me. I'm yeah, gonna... no, it was totally creepy, and it was even funnier. And the one I sent you where it couldn't calibrate like what color skin to make. <laughs> <laughs> ah, and it kept changing, right? From yeah. dead to gray, back to some fucking—I don't know what the hell. Yeah, liver failure, color, and yeah, right. It, it was pretty goddamn cool. Jaundice, cool. HIV, leprosy. Yes, jaundice, <laughs> Uncle Dave, get it down. <laughs> Trade with your friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he barks. He talks out loud. He likes white girls. It's Uncle Dave with jaundice. Coming <laughs> <laughs> soon. Uh, what was that fucking disease? Uh, uh, fuck, I can't. Fentanyl or something. I don't know what I'm saying. Fentanyl. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I'm Isn't gonna. Okay, heroin? I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop chatterboxing. Get out of here, dog. Um, and I'm gonna let you go ahead and do your thing because you're the you're the host of this sh show, and I'm just a peon. So well, that's all good. Out. I can I can I can trim shit up. I just pretty much just hit record just to hit record so I wouldn't keep stalling. All right. First, I'll just jump right into it. Like I said, hold on. I crank my mic up a little bit. It's a little soft. You need to be a little more hot. Yeah, okay. I'm going to take a swig of vodka. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> oh, this shit is so old. It's turned into gin. That's how old this fucking vodka is. Gin or gin? I don't know who gin is. Well, gin was well she gave hand jobs during world war ii and she helped out most of the Ooh, germans history lesson. but she was kidnapped by the french and then became a gin french whore and then she was later rescued by the dutch and she just became well they're all whores in dutch so that's very true it's oh, a true okay. story okay yeah it's a movie coming out by tom hanks it's called dutch whore oh is it directed I by ron howard or steven spielberg um, whatever that producer's name is in Hollywood, who's uh, now facing rape charges, I'm sure. <laughs> right. It's just uh, actual footage. They just the computer altered the images to look like it's a World yep. War II film. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See how I segue something in that was going on with today's current news, you know, just so we would have a timeline. When the fuck did we do this? You remember that freaky guy that used to rape his fucking actresses that he hired? You know, what kills me is the guy goes down to the hotel to get a second. You know, and rapes the chick. Now, this is all, you know, according to her. And I, and I get it, but it's like, okay, he raped you one time, and now you went down and opened, you went down and met him in the lobby. Something's yeah. wrong here. I'm a fan of him. I, I would have gotten a gun. Well, yeah, that's a little sketchy. Yeah, things just don't make any sense. I don't know. The world's a crazy place. Let's hit something funny, fluffy, and more like vanilla ice cream. 
Okay. Well, we'll jump right into the uh, this thing I was wondering then. I mean, you've told me in personal conversation, but it's cool to have it on record. What is your favorite comedian? Like, who is the comedian you looked at and you're like, okay, well, you know, he makes me laugh. Maybe I can make other people laugh. Well, that's a very good question. And, and, and I mean, there's been a lot of comedians that I think that I've stolen from. And they, they all have charges pressed against me. But I, 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 you know, I, you know. Uh, uh, play, uh, plagiarist? No, I'm not. I, I, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of uh, going back that far. See, the first, the first comedy album that I ever heard way back then, when, when and I say album literally, that there was a wax disc involved, um, probably was Bill Cosby. But I mean, that guy's just he, he wasn't funny then to me, mm-hmm. and he's not funny to me now. He's just a little bit yuck yuck. But it was like a record, and I bought it from Columbia Records for one cent. So I, I figured that was probably the first thing that came along that I said, well, you have to be funny, you know. I just didn't exactly know how. He did the voice for Fat Albert and all that. So, right. You know, I thought that that was funny, but it just, you know, it, 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 I don't know. It, it later on morphed into probably more Jonathan Winters because um, he was just a, an icon in it. And then it went directly to, by the time I was 13, to uh, Sam Kennison. And I have never laughed my hardest other than when i got that tape for my 13th birthday mm-hmm. sam kennison louder than hell and and he was talking about uh, rock hudson where he goes oh that guy that it was that guy last goddamn dick why'd i suck it why'd i suck it i mean the guy was i was just on floor on the floor listening to that and replaying it again and again because the guy was just i mean obviously way out there and i right. never heard someone say something so so edgy so you know, I, a little I, bit of everything i never really uh fell down the Sam Kinison hole. I, I heard a lot about him, but I never really listened to him. But to me, it always seemed like he was a, a dirtier George Carlin. <laughs> well, that's true, but you also have to remember that you were exposed to me. So, I mean, you had already been desensitized <laughs> by the time true. you got to Sam Kinison because I was just a, a foul-mouthed, um, you know, individual, uh, you know, which I never intended you to listen to crap, <laughs> but, you know. Uh, you yeah, know, but know. you did. So you're like, Sam Kennison's nothing. I listen to Uncle Dave. Nick, Captain yeah. Dirty Mouth. Yeah. That's the, how'd you know I call you that? Well, <laughs> I well, never mind. I'm not going to go there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you daddy little mouth. All those women, you know all those ladies in the corner when we were, whenever I was going up, they were like, oh, it's your Uncle Dave, Captain Dirty Mouth. Yeah, that's kind of like the videos I was watching before this interview called Cornhole. Oh, Cornhole. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's one, of my, that's one of my favorites. The sequel's better. It's just the plot's a lot thicker. Wait, <laughs> never mind. Oh, put it on the rim shot. Hold on. Meg, I can't believe it. He said rim shot. He said rim shot. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to take some more vodka. So when are you going to ask me, why do you like white girls so much? Uh, why do you like white girls so much? I can't answer that because I'm being recorded. Well, the way to set me up for failure on that question. <laughs> Told you. Oh my God! All the roaches just came out of the comedy skit. It's gonna collapse. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about like, uh, do you have any uh, celebrities or comedians or you know just impro- improvisers that you would really like to just hang out with just to meet, just to talk to? No. No, no, not no, none of them. Because, because I I know perfectly well that when people have heard something that I've done, they think I'm that guy, and they want me to be that guy at all their barbecues. Right. And you just don't turn on that guy. So it's like, 
you know, it's just not a situation where um, I would want to hang. I met, I told you, I met Chevy Chase, mm. um, and and he's a very, he's a funny guy, but he's actually pretty serious. And he and I felt his pain that I was kind of like expecting him to do something funny, but it's like, dude, you know, that's an act, and you got to pay for it. Right. We have a real conversation, you know. We have, and we did. We had a real conversation. He was a, a very intelligent guy. Um, you know, and he put a little bit of shtick in there, uh, along with it, but it's just like, you know, I mean, the fact that I, you know, uh, got to talk to the guy and that he, you know, which by the way, where I met him at, uh, first off was in Rockville, Maryland, and he was, um, getting something from McDonald's and there was what? something very important, important. Yeah. It was something else was very important going on that day, but that's another story. But hey, he was there and I, I just saw him and I said, you're Chevy Chase, man. I, I love you. And he looks, he turns around, he looks at me, he's like getting something out of his tooth, and he goes, no shit. Just like that. <laughs> and I just, I just fucking cracked, you know, cracked up, and I said, okay, come That's on. That's genius. Man. Now, 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 me, now, meanwhile, guess who walks in behind him? And you're not going to believe this, but, but guess, uh, not walks in behind him, but obviously went to the bathroom and came back out, uh, or whatever, was still, still standing in line, McDonald's, and, and was standing right there with him. I don't know why, but I have a strong urge to guess Carrie Fisher. No, no, a uh, 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 pen from Penn and Teller. Oh wow! And let me, yeah, let me tell you something. That guy is tall. He's about six five, six seven, and you know how tall I am. I'm not very tall. I mean, oh my, I mean, I'm shrinking in my old age, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm, you know, probably on a good day with boots on. I'm five eight and a half. And I was just like, holy crap. You know, Chevy Chase is not short either. He's right. actually about about 6'1", 6'2". Yeah. Um, uh, you know, and, you know, some of this like, wow, I'm like standing in the midst of uh, these two funny-ass guys um, and, 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 a, and a magician. You know, on top of that, you know, I wanted to ask him some That's questions. Like, crazy. how do you make your bills disappear? <laughs> you know? Right. But, but no, no teller? Teller didn't come waddling out. No, no, there wasn't any teller. There was, although he was with his beautiful wife, which I think she's very. Uh, 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 Pen was. I forget his full name. Um, Pen Gillette. Pen Gillette. That's right. Yes, wow, sir. look at you. Yeah, I was yeah. obsessed with those dudes when I was little. I remember watching them all the time. I was really into, you know, illusionists and magicians, like the Black Mask <laughs> guy or whatever the fuck his name was, and then Jonathan the Great was one of my favorite comedians when I was a kid. Okay. Well, I mean, well, what influenced you for what you were to see? I'm turning the interview around. I, I got to stop. <laughs> no, that's cool. Well, what, what, what influenced you? I mean, what was your, what was your uh, early comedian that you were like, oh man, you know, he's so funny. I want to, I want to emulate that. Well, I, I didn't, know. I didn't want to interrupt you when you were talking earlier, but the first comedy album I ever listened to, and I still own the actual album, like the vinyl was uh, Bill Cosby to Russell, my brother with whom I slept. <laughs> That was the exact same one I listened to. No <laughs> shit. I swear to God, I have the vinyls somewhere in my stack of vinyls. <laughs> and then, I mean, it's, it's so eerie, man. Yeah, it it's is, so fucking yeah. eerie with you. Oh, my God. Everything with this guy is eerie. He does everything. You know, he's... <laughs> Christ, I, I think I'm going to have to ask the guy I asked to do my eulogy when I die. I think I'm going to have to ask you to do eulogy part two. I'll stab him I and really... just take over. I don't care. Oh, right. He'll be old. You'll be accused of uh, assaulting a, a, a senior citizen. I've seen so... Highlander a lot. I know how to take care of business. <laughs> there can be only one. Let me write this down. You've seen Highlander. Don't invite him to funeral. I said Highlander, right. not yeah. Highlighter. Oh, Highlighter. Oh, oh, my God. See how old I am? I said Highlighter. You... Oh, my 
Like you sound, you sound like well, like one of those old white moms. You're like, you know who died today? Patrick Dempsey's brother. Who? Patrick Swayze? <laughs> oh boy, that was very good. That was very good. Um, shit. Anyway, besides uh, uh Richard Pryor, I listened to him a lot when I was a kid. But Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, Raw and Delirious, I probably listened to the most and watched the most. I I love those fucking specials so much. I mean, they're a little uh, un-PC nowadays, but they're still genius. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they are genius. No question about that. And they were iconic. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, he he was iconic. And he, he was an icon in the comedy field. And, uh, you know, look at his paycheck from that, that era. Right. Know? He was kidding. Remember? And in SNL, he was killing it, making some of the best sketches on there. Isn't it a shame that later on, like long after his career, like I think it was after Nutty Professor, he got um, arrested for picking up a transvestite. He got mm-hmm. caught with a transvestite in the lewd act. Yeah, I so, remember that. You know, which, which we all know that's obviously he was getting his dick sucked. I yeah, mean, let's yeah. face it, that's... You know, <laughs> um, and, and he was like, <laughs> so what? <laughs> you know. You're and, making, and, you just made Eddie Murphy sound like Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> I, I don't know how to do Eddie Murphy. Lucy! I mean, eh, well, eh. You, you've been surpassing me on all of the uh, impersonations lately. And, and, I, and you know, I'm going to let that continue because someone has to carry the torch on it. <laughs> no, you know, you're very good with uh, well, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be able to do remotely any of them if I didn't grow up listening to you doing them. So that's for sure. And I don't think I'm better at anything. I just think that... I have a different arsenal than you do, that's all. No, I think, I, I disagree. I think you are very good at it, and I think you have a very similar arsenal. It's just that um, I've been ignored for 25 years, and now <laughs> someone's paying attention. And, and, or, or, and also, I'm realizing that you were paying attention all along. Right, yeah. So. There was just a gap where we weren't talking, but even during that gap, I was listening. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You've been in my head longer than I thought, so I have to be careful what I say. Lady yeah, boy. yeah. Lady boy. What? Wait, no, I'm just what? kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, he's your lady boys. <laughs> oh my god, see that's what another one of the great voices that you do, you know. <laughs> I I just fucking flabbergasted me every time you do that. Well I just all I know is that, you know, we talk on the phone constantly pretty much and, and we do these voices and we do these little you know, run on things. Pretty they're practically improv scenes, you know, so the moment where we actually... You're not supposed to divulge that kind of information. It has to be fresh, you know? I mean, edit that part out, but, you, you know, no, I'm I just, would recommend. The only thing I'm saying, I'm building up to what I was about to say, and the, the moment where we get to actually sit down and just, like, you know, chat face-to-face, because there's a different energy and different vibe there when it's that, and we could see each other and riff off each other that way. That's, that's... Well, I want, I, want, I want you to have a, I want you to have four or uh, three things, okay? Mm-hmm. Promise me when that when that date does uh, arrive. Mm-hmm. One first, uh, foremost, I want you to have a quiet set. Yes. Two, um, I want I want you to make sure that, that you know your uh, local um, uh, white tra- trailer park trash chick comes over because I like to look at eye candy. I won't touch her. I don't know um, where to find that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you'll just work on it. Oh, oh and the other most, the other most, the other most important thing is you got, you gotta, you gotta have some edibles, man. I mean, come on. Some edibles. They're great. <laughs> oh yeah, gotta have some edibles. Get that uncle of yours or, or uh, the other uncle on the other side and uh, see if they can get all. Of them. <laughs> all right, I got you. I got you. Yeah. 
on the dark side. But didn't, Matter you, of fact, didn't you say four things, though? Because that was just three. Oh, uh, the, <laughs> you know what? I forgot the fourth one. That's part of Alzheimer's that's setting in. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And a, an adult comic book. We've got to have one of those. Like, a, when you say adult comic book, do you mean, like, adult adult? Like adult comic like book. Frisk if I don't have cat? an adult comic book to you, I don't. I don't perform. I just. I. I refuse. I. I demand it on every set I'm on. I go. Where's my adult comic book? You mean like hentai? Like straight up, just going going I'm, for it. Hentai. I mean comic book. You know, obviously somebody drew it, and uh, you know whatever. I gotta have one next to me. It's gotta have at least 15 pages, and I'll I have to have at least 45 you. minutes alone with it. I'll just make you one. <laughs> uh, well, that's not gonna be scary at all. <laughs> Halfway through, it, halfway through it, you're enjoying yourself, and then you see that there's a picture of you on Mickey, your head on Mickey Mouse's body. You're like, wait, wait I was thinking, what's happening? I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking more along the lines you'd have my head superimposed on the Terminator, and I'm supposed to get off on that. Now that's weird, you know. No, that sounds like something that you're prepared to do. <laughs> Absolutely. See, you are in my head. I knew it. There's no was, question. That about was one it. of those uh, reverse psychology things where you're like, whatever you do, don't draw my head on the Terminator. <laughs> Right. All right. You know, whatever you do, don't don't have pot. I don't care what you, you know anything else, but don't have pot. All right, right, right. Okay. He doesn't. He doesn't want that. I better not do that. Yeah. Because yeah. everybody hates pot. That's why it's becoming legalized everywhere, which it should be. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. I've never done it, but I agree with that. Well, we're gonna have our moment, buddy. <laughs> All right, well, Don't you worry about that. We're about to hit 18 minutes, so do you want to just give it a stop for now, and then we can continue this another time? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good for another two minutes. I'm, I'm good for another two minutes. I'm, okay. I'm actually, right now, I'm, I'm pissing in the sump pump for the second time, so I'm letting oh, the vodka out. That makes me concerned for your bladder, sir. <laughs> it's all right. It, it's, it, you know, it's just a direct line to the sump pump at this point. <laughs> you just got a tube just leading that's it from your urethra. drink a glass of water you know it drips out yeah. have a line oh, well just to go back on when you said everyone pisses in their sub pump I just go to friends houses just to piss in their sub pumps so okay well you're a wild and crazy guy I mean, yeah. that's why this is your show so <laughs> that is true yeah what is what's your uh, what's your go-to uh, film? What's your go-to movie to watch? What's your favorite film? Oh Jesus! Uh, go-to film? Like, can you give me like a mood that I'm in? I mean, I could kind of narrow okay. it down. Okay, I, I, we'll do we'll do a, a lightning round. I'll give you a mood. You give me a, a title, then I'll give you another mood. Okay. Okay. Laughing. Jeez. Oh, uh. Uh. Um. I'm trying to think of it. Uh, it's a mad, mad, mad world. Oh, that's a good one. Okay, crying. crying. Oh, that's easy. Um, AI. Oh shit. Okay, nice. Uh, mad. Okay, that's not your kid in the background going doing the the, the trivia music. <laughs> no, that's me. <laughs> okay, yeah, you gotta stop that. Um, ask me the question again. Your go-to movie to watch when you're pissed off. When I'm mad. Um, white girls on black cock. Okay. <laughs> Taking anal entry, by the way. Oh Lord, is that the subtitle? <laughs> is that, yes. Is that the uh, ju- pun intended? The colon. <laughs> it's called. It's called. It's called major colon, torn rectum. Actually. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how 
else to respond to that. That's fucking gross. <laughs> I know. That's me. Uncle Dave over here in the gross land. So, all right, one, one more scenario. One more emotion. Okay, uh, thinking. Just very thoughtful. Very uh, easy to answer that, of course, would be uh, uh, Interstellar. You like Interstellar? I love that movie. Danielle just heard me say that, and she just literally went, Me too. She's taking care of Grace, and I, she looked over at me and went, Me too. <laughs> okay, you don't want to know what I'm looking at right now. Trust yeah, me. We don't. We don't. Don't. <laughs> <come after her>. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, get her out of the mic range. So, uh, you know. <laughs> no, you're in headphones. She can't hear you. He's watching inappropriate videos, my dear. <laughs> You did not have to share that. She's gonna, she's not gonna like me anymore now. Thanks a lot. You said you're not gonna like her anymore now. She she shrugged. Uh, it's Uncle Dave. It's Black Dave. What do you expect? Hey, don't worry about it. You know. Black Dave, what do you expect? Hey, don't worry about Tom, it. Tom, step away from the Vaseline. <laughs> Matter of fact, you don't change my mind. Come closer to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, speak up. Don't be scared. Do it. <laughs> when, the, when, the, when the lights go out, just just speak into the microphone. <laughs> go ahead. Put it all the way in. You know. Oh no. <laughs> just keep going till you hit a wall. <laughs> Sick son of a bitch. I thought I told you chicken. <laughs> 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 See, I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah, you're really <laughs> <good>. <laughs> Just remember, Take it's this. it's literally like border. It's borderline Consuela. No, no, Mister Cleefy, Mister No here. Do me a favor, and her voice say, "It was already broken." I think you did me. You made me do this before. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. No, no, no. it was already broken. He's already broken. Look on the floor. It's a puppy print. The puppy print. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh God, I love it. I well, love let's it. See, I love let's it. see if I can do it myself really quick before you gotta get going. Uh, laughing, okay. my favorite, I have two favorite movies to watch when I want to laugh. Step Brothers and Trading Places. Uh, okay. For Crying, uh, The Lovely Bones gets me every time. The uh, Lovely Bones? Yeah, that movie's fucked. Have you seen it? No, but go ahead. Next motion. Go ahead. I'll have to check that out. Uh, what was the what was Obviously it? not a porno, but, uh, you know. It's... <laughs> you don't know. With that title, it might be. It's a Bukaki film. <laughs> oh, lovely. I'm definitely going to watch it now. <laughs> it's actually about a girl who gets killed by a pedophile, so let's continue. <laughs> oh, my God. What is wrong? Go next. Next. <laughs> I'm running. I have my tennis shoes. They're tied tightly. I'm out of here. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. Angry. Jesus. Whenever I'm pissed off, I, I either watch uh, Legend of Drunken Master or John Wick. Uh, hmm. And then He's making me dry up, you know. I'm getting drier. And what was the what was the, <laughs> what was the last one? Thoughtful, my favorite thinking movie. Oh, thinking shit. movie, yes. I, I don't know. I don't know. I like Donnie Darko a lot. Donnie, Dar I, some of these titles. I mean, that just shows goes to show you how little I know about what's going on. I don't even know that movie, but. That's a thinking, a thinking movie. Yeah, it's it's about time travel and you know alternate dimensions and stuff like that. It's really good. It's actually my, one of my favorite movies. When I met Danielle when I was sixteen, and I made my MySpace name because that's how we met through MySpace. 
my MySpace name was Donnie Darko, and she thought my last name was straight up Darko for like three months. Darko sicko, gotta have his number oh. <laughs> mm, Darko. <laughs> well, see this this we've already hit twenty five minutes, so I know. That All we... right, let's go. Well, we got to get out of here then, because otherwise people are going to start getting on the bus, going fucking weirdo, you know. <laughs> Well, I know that uh, this just goes to show that when we do finally get to just sit down and do this for real, we can do this for an unlimited amount of time, which I was already oh. sure of. <laughs> Absolutely. There's no doubt in my mind that that couldn't be done uh, in the first place. But uh, right. uh, m make sure that uh, you say goodnight to everyone for me. It's been great talking with you. And I think you're going to do big and wonderful things no matter what you decide that they are. And uh, make sure that I get at least 6%. <laughs> Maybe more. <laughs> Why not? All right. I'll talk to you soon, Uncle Dave. Love you. You got it too, Donnie. Love you too. Bye. Good, good night.